We acknowledge the traditional owners of the country throughout Australia and their continuing connection to the land, sea and community. We pay our respects to them, their cultures, to their elders, both past and present. Hi, I'm Chris Stevens-Todd, narrator and producer of Goulburn Valley Pride's limited series, Think About It, Did It. Exploring the lives of everyday regional LGBTIQA plus Victorians. They share their experiences, what it was like to grow up in a regional town, coming out as a lesbian and later trans, standing out from others, being bashed by a male football team and losing loved ones. We tackle the 40th anniversary of decriminalisation of homosexuality in Victoria and have things really changed. So come along on this journey with us and hear what it was like for everyday queer regional Victorians to live in this world. You're listening to Think About It, Did It. What you may hear in some of these stories could be triggering for some people. Some stories cover self-harm, suicide, and other issues that people have gone through. If any of these things are triggering, please seek support and don't do it alone. Thank you, Michael, for being a part of Think About It, Did It. Yeah, my pleasure. Can you tell us um, what made you want to share your story? Um, Well, you know, I've been out and about for quite a long time now, and I just thought it was a really good opportunity just to be part and parcel of of this sort of podcast, you know, um, just... Um, I just thought it would be really, really interesting to um, to to get to get my view across, I suppose, um, and um, be part of the process. So, what's your experience like being in Shepparton? Well, I love Shep. Um, you know, I'm I'm only six years young into Shepparton, and it was a uh, a decision that I made because I moved up here for for work um, with the Large Water Organisation, um, and that initially was what lured me to Shepparton, but. Um, once I got here, I was just—I I sort of fell in love with the place and the surrounding areas because you're not too far from Melbourne, you're not too far from Albury, you're, you're about an hour away from everywhere else, and some of the places around here um, were, uh, are just fabulous. And, and of course, uh, you know, housing affordability w- was one of the main things. You know, when you can actually um, buy a freestanding house for a third of the price that you'd pay in a, in a main town. Um, you know, I just thought this was fabulous. Yeah, great opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. I love how you said, yes, yeah, six years young. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, whereabouts do you belong within our LGBTIQ community? Yeah. So, you know, I'm just a stock standard gay male. Um, <laughs> you know, um, you know I, I don't identify as anything other than, than a gay man. Um, you know, yeah. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and how old were you when you came out? Uh, so I was 16. I actually had to come out twice um, because when I came out at 16, um, I came out to my dad and my brothers sitting around the kitchen table. And I said, look, you know, I'm going through this. And dad just went, oh, it's a bit of a phase. And um, if, if you come back in a couple of years, um, <laughs> you know, um, blah, 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 then, you know, we, we might... T- you know, it would, but it was, it was a nice way of saying, Mike, you're going through, um, you know, all these hormonal changes. Um, 
you're going to feel a whole lot of different things, you know, as you go through puberty and things like that. So come back when you're really sure. Um, so at 18, um, I came back with my first boyfriend and said, <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. And how yeah. did that go? Um, look, dad was, dad was fine. Dad was, um, really, really cool about it. Um, my older, older brothers were like, oh yeah, we knew though that, um, they were actually quite surprised because I actually do and did, um, have a lot of girlfriends. And so they associated my girlfriends to me being a bit of a player at, (laughs) at school, but, um, you know, but I just had a whole lot of girlfriends and we had a whole lot of fun. Yes. Um, yeah, <laughs> as, as opposed to, uh, you know, any thoughts, anything sexual or, or, or anything along those lines. My little brother had a bit of an issue with it, and it was from a different sort of turn. Um, he used to get into quite a few fights, unbeknownst to me, um, defending my honour, so to speak, at school. Um, and um, he got really upset that he took a couple of punches for me um, that he would have said, well, if I knew you were gay, um, I would have said, yeah, he is gay, go deal with him. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so th- there was a few little issues, but it was from a support process as opposed to anything else. So, I, I, look... I, I know I'm exceptionally lucky in that respect, you know, um, yeah. and, and, um, and a lot of people uh, weren't and, and aren't, you know. Yeah, so he, he was just annoyed he took a few punches to the face, so. Yeah, 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 no, exactly right, exactly right, defending me, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and where were you living at that time? As you said, you moved to Shep six yep. years ago. Yeah, so look, uh, originally um, uh, I grew up in Sydney, um, southern Sydney, so the Sutherland Shire, um, which is, you know, the Shire is still sort of home base, if, if you like, um, you know, um, and, and my, my sister and uh, uh, brother-in-law and nieces and nephews uh, all still live there, um, you know, so it's great to, great to go back there, but um, I moved to Victoria about 15 years ago, um, and that was with a change with work, um, lived in Melbourne for you know, nine of those years and then sort of moved up um, at the end of 2016, yeah, to take on uh, my role with the, the water organisation. But that sort of finished in, in 2019. And yeah, um, in 2020, I started my own business. Wow, being busy, yeah. busy. Yeah. And, and I guess what a time to start a business in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. And everyone says, you are mad, um, but it was the best decision for me. You know, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. No, yeah, p- perfect. Yep. What year roughly was it when you came out when you were sixteen? Okay, so that was nineteen eighty three. Nineteen eighty three. Yeah. So showing that, my age. Yeah. So um, <laughs> no, not at all. So that ties in. So in you were in Sydney though, but in yep, nineteen eighty, yep. uh, the Victorian government decriminalised yep. homosexuality in Victoria. Yep. Yep. Did you? I don't know what year it was in Sydney, but did you grow up knowing it was illegal for men to be with other men? Um, look, it, it was something that I knew was was around. Um, and uh, I, look, if it wasn't for the 78ers um, and, you know, um, marching in Mardi Gras and, and, you know, going through that whole process, I'm like going, hang on a minute, why are these people being, you know, arrested by police? You know, like, hang on a minute, I, I, I sort of feel the same way as some of these people and, and am I going to be arrested and, and you know, what's, what's going to happen? So as a young kid and especially a preteen, um, 
I'm already starting to feel urges. I'm already starting to look a different way. Um, uh, and when, when I mean, um, you know, I, from girls to guys and, mm. and, yeah, and uh, you know, and, and I'm just going, what? This is... I, I, I can be arrested for just feeling the way I, I, I do, you know. So it, it was, look, it, it was an interesting piece that was soon sort of forgotten about because 1983 in Australia is when HIV and AIDS hit um, mm. and that sort of took over the whole, you know, piece of, of um, my growing up, if you like, you know. Uh, all of a sudden it's like, well, you won't be arrested, but you can die now, you know, for feeling yeah. the way that you have, you know, and I'm like, holy crap, you know, what's going on with this place? Yeah. Yeah. And I guess, you know, especially as a young um, person and when that yeah. all came about, that would yeah. be, I guess, hard to navigate yeah. and around relationships. And there wasn't yeah. a lot of known information around safe sex back then either, I guess. No, no, no. Um, look, all the safe sex stuff came out. 86, 87 sort of onwards. So there was three or four years of me being 16 to sort of 20 when there was a, wasn't a whole lot of information. Um, we knew that, you know, um, uh, I, I suppose a whole lot of information um, for, for most people. Um, I, again, I, w- I suppose I was a little bit lucky. I had a group of three friends that I grew up or four friends that I grew up in, in high school with, and we all came out um, gay to each other. So there was a group of five of us um, <laughs> from the one high school in the one year, um, you know, which was, uh, again, um, a, a comfort level. But we all sort of traded pieces of information with each other um, around what we heard and what we knew. And, and um, so it, in a way that sort of saved us a little bit, um, you know, into because, uh, you know, you know, I, I lost some friends very early on to um, to HIV and AIDS, and, and um, yeah, it was pretty. Dist- yeah, yeah, I was pretty distraught, especially as a nineteen, twenty year old, mm-hmm. when you've got friends, you know, um, passing away from uh, not knowing, and and um, yeah, it was just it was a crazy time. It really, really was a crazy time. Yeah, yeah you're quite lucky, I guess, to have five friends um, <laughs> come out at the same time. I guess you know Sydney is yeah. the gay capital, so. <laughs> But not from the Shire, you know, and no. like, but, we, <laughs> but again, it was one of those little sort of um, places, but um, it, it was interesting, you know, there were people, but because we were out and proud and at school um, and um, everyone just went, oh yeah, the, that's the gay group, you know, that's the, the boy group, the girl group, this, that and the other, you know, so everyone had their little cliques. Yeah. Um, but what I didn't realise was um, people sort of looking at our year um, coming up to it, you know, they were like, oh, well, if they can be out and proud, then we can too, you know. Um, so it sort of set, set a bit of a bit of a tone and, a, a, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and I didn't realise at that time because I didn't think we were anywhere near some sort of role model, um, <laughs> the way that we acted. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, people thought, well, no, you, I can just be myself now and that's really cool, yeah. Yeah, you paved the way for many others. Uh, well, I think a few others, you know, but um, I wouldn't say for many, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if, like, being out and uh, proud at that young age, yeah. did that carry through the rest of your life and adulthood and study and work? Um, yeah, it did. Um, I don't think... There was only... Look, I suppose at the beginning of every job that you take on... Um, it's sort of like you have to come out again, um, mm. you know, um, because you're a little bit wary of, of people around you and, and you are a bit, you know, conservative. And Look, and I, I am a bit conservative by nature, um, 
I know that's hard to believe, Chris, but I am a bit, <laughs> I am a bit conservative by nature. And um, it, it's what was one of those things that, you know, you, you just, I suppose I'd lived enough to understand, um, you know, uh, some of the nuances. So, you know, but every workplace that I've been in, um, bar one when I was probably doing my apprenticeship, like back, you know, way back when, when I was 16, um, you know, I have been very much out and about um, and out and proud. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was just, it's, it was interesting that, um, and I suppose it was just those teenage years that you just don't know um, and you, you just don't, want to rock the boat type of thing yeah. and I was I was in a bit of a blokey blokey sort of um, industry landscaping and, and uh, gardening and all that sort of stuff so it, yeah it was it was just one of those things that uh, that was the only time where I, I didn't feel comfortable but I also probably didn't know myself you know as, as well as what you do you know further on in your life you know yeah mm-hmm. um, have you ever experienced any harassment from anyone um I look Besides being called a few names at school, um, look, I don't, I haven't been harassed per se. Um, what sort of saved me, I, I was really, and uh, when I say saved me, um, I, I think I was really sporty and um, at school and, and I liked being, you know, playing soccer, you know, playing footy, you know, all of those sorts of things. And so there was just a natural sort of fit um, into, in, into that. And so when I was on the sports field, n- never anything majorly you know when i was out and about so i'm sort of talking about you know 19 20 21 um and out and about on oxford street it wasn't a terribly safe time um because again you know there were people and gangs just coming up and down oxford street just taking people uh, and taking them down the back lane and just beating the crap out of them you know it was just a really horrific time and you know we'd go to a nightclub and the nightclub owner had come out on the speaker saying hey i've got extra security on on um (laughs) you know um if you need to walk to your car if you need to get the bus if you need to go here there and everywhere um one of the security guards will actually walk you to your car which was sort of unheard of because people were just going yeah there was just gangs of people out there just to basically you know cause um damage to because they blamed that you know hiv and aids and as the gay cancer and the gay disease and it was just something to hate on you know um where a few years earlier everything was fine you know and then all of a sudden they had something to hate on and so all the hate comes out but personally never you know really have been harassed and and if if someone said a joke or whatever you know like yeah you know i can give as good as i get and uh (laughs) you know so generally you know but most people don't don't do it twice yeah Mm. (laughs) And, like, growing up and experiencing all that in Sydney and then yeah. moving to Shepparton, yeah. a regional town, yeah. that can be a quite backwards in some ways. Um, have you found it to be a quite positive experience being yeah, a gay man? So, yeah, absolutely. Look, for my stage in life, where I am, um, it was a conscious decision. Um, could I have done this 20 years ago? Would, um, would Shepparton have offered enough for me 20-odd years ago? Probably not. You know, um, and so where I am, you know, I'm past all my pubbing, clubbing, dancing, dance party days, Um, (laughs) um, you know, so, you know, to actually offer a really nice, relaxed lifestyle um, that, um, you know, and people, you know, um, take you as you are. And and I suppose the, the circles that I move in, you know, most people 
you know, don't really care, you know, because they're also of an age where, <laughs> you know, they, 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 they've done all their bits, and, um, you know, um, and, and, you know, they, they just, they just want to know good people or quality people and, and just get on with it. So, um, yeah, so for me, living in Shepherd is a great space, you know, and because I get out and about and, you know, I, I do a hell of a lot of different things, um, yeah, it, look, it offers everything that I want at this stage in life, yeah. Yeah, and what are some of the things you're passionate about? Um, I am really passionate about education. I am a lifelong learner. Um, I'm passionate about kids getting a good start as well. And like you know, I was never um, the best student. Um, I it, it, it takes me a little bit longer to sort of grasp things, but once I grasp them, I'm I'm right onto it. Um, so schooling when they teach you once and you're supposed to learn and, and um, you know, excel. I, I was never that quick at picking it up. It just take me a few goes before I, I you know, get the message uh, for whatever it was. Um, but I, I, I think that there, uh, what I'm passionate about it is I think the schools and the syllabus taught in schools is definitely only just one way. We teach to the majority. We don't teach to people with diff- learning difficulties. We don't teach to people with, um, uh, you know, uh, accelerated, um, you know, learning, um, you know, like brainiacs and, and <laughs> you know, people with really high IQs, yeah. especially in, in that, um, uh, you know, because they just teach a syllabus that is, is just um, yeah, main road, you know, um, that the majority might get. So I'm really passionate about, uh, you know, kids getting the best start that they possibly can um, and, um, and just being able to make choices because they've got that knowledge and they've got that education and that regardless of, of where they come from, you know, from a uh, nationality point of view, from um, a socioeconomic point of view, um, it makes no difference. You know, if they've got a good education, they've got a good start um, and they can make some right good choices, you know, or better choices than with information. So education is probably the key for me. Yeah, that's, that's a big thing because I guess, you know, the the generations above or below us are the, the future, so we yeah, want them to car- carry us through and look after us. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and um, one thing, one question I've asked everybody yeah. is, yeah. do you feel you're the person you want to be? Um, yes. It's taken me a long time to get here. Um, look, if, if, if I had to go back a few years and you sort of say to your younger self, you know, give them some advice type of thing, you know, it would have been around be myself a little bit more, be a bit more relaxed with who I am. It's taken me a long time. And I suppose, you know, it was that turning 50 um, and then just going, I don't give a rats anymore, you know, (laughs) about what people think. I'm not here to get... um, uh, you know, accolades and, and, um, and uh, you know, have people, you know, love me and all, all that sort of stuff. If they do, that's great. But, you know, I'm me. They either like me or they don't. Um, and um, it's just taken me a long time to sort of feel being reasonably comfortable. But I think now I'm truly comfortable, you know, with who I am, what I want to be. Um, and I think that's from running my own business, um, you know, uh, you know, looking at what my purpose is in life, having a bit of a career change, um, and, and just being comfortable in all aspects of my life, if you like. Um, but it's taken me a little while to get here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you very much for being a part oh, that's of right. it. And, yeah, no, um, and hopefully in a not too distant future, we can all catch up. 
Yes. <laughs> and, um, you know, next this Friday, 10 people can visit your house again. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we're, we're slowly getting back to life. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. That's it for this episode of Think About It, Did It. Join us on the next episode. And please remember, if anything you heard has caused any distress, please seek support. I'm Chris Stevens-Todd. Till next time.